Helmet friends, my name is Adam and this is the Get Pipe Podcast where we love to pipe. And today, well, as always, I'm joined by my good friend Nick, aka the producer guy. Nick, some man. Hey Adam, how you doing, brother? Dude, pretty good. Big, big new house. Uh, we're now in the office. Last time we recorded, we were I was in the kitchen. And I still owe, I believe I still owe a photo to the... <laughs> you do, to the Discord. To the, the well, I think, freaking... uh, I think Get Wife does. I think you had said... Get, yeah, she get she wife owes a picture of the of the cat does. carrier. And then I also told her to oh, post one of me while I was recording. I have a, I have a, I have a picture I could post, and I almost did in a... We're, we're talking for, for folks listening in. Maybe it's new folks. We're talking about the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. Um, our, our own exclusive Get Piped Pipe Club. That is on Discord. Uh, it's an app, and anyway, so there's a there's a podcast references section, and, and the folks of you, all of our, you know, tried and true listeners who've heard me say it many times, that I put photos in there, the things I'm referencing. Plot twist: I don't. I never remember because I finished the recording. And I don't hear it till I'm driving, probably after Nick's already edited it and it's live, and you know, I'm yeah, just and I don't. I don't remind him. Yeah, you should though. I know I should. I really should. Anyway, really so should. I'm no I'm no longer in the kitchen. I am in the office, which is really cool. Uh, again, the the audio each the past few weeks, my mic audio is going to be up and down in terms of maybe not good or bad, just different. This one's different yet again because I'm using my my portable setup, my my laptop, and my external microphone instead of my primary microphone. I couldn't figure out how to get the well, I can figure it out. It was uh, the way to get my computer set up is an Ethernet cord all the way from the kitchen all the way to the office. And <laughs> so for now, we're, just call, yeah, I called it. I called a, an electrician guy, and I'm going to have him install a a port in this this room. Oh, true. true. So just get like a, a crawl space. No, we we have a slab, um, but oh. we're we got the attic, and there's the actually it's oh. funny the 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 internet kind of hub i don't know what yeah. technical terms but the little thing on the outside of the house it's literally right outside this wall oh okay so it'll be it'll be like a five minute ordeal i just need a guy to yeah it'll be like two thousand dollars though literally yeah. well it's funny the guy Dang, who man. the guy who uh it's so the guy who installed our tv we we just wanted a, a wall mounted tv and we had the mount and we just didn't have the desire to do it ourselves we just hired a guy to do it this guy's really cool, young guy, owns his own business, and um, he, at the time, when he's putting up the TV, he saw that the my monitor, my microphone, my, you know, is on this big boom arm, was in our kitchen. He's like, do you, he's like, do you do videos? I'm like, yeah. I was like, how'd you know? He's like, I don't know, I'm looking at your setup, and nothing about it shows video, but you just look like a guy who knows what he's doing. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I, see, I see the equipment, and I was like, yeah, I dabble, I dabble in the video, youtube.com, let's get biped, but... <laughs> Give him your business card. <laughs> Dude, I should have. I should have. Uh, and well, well, he had said, he's like, well, I'm looking for a commercial. I want someone to make me a commercial. Oh. So I might try to, I'm going to try to come up with some, I don't know if I want money. I think I want to trade work. Be like, hey, man, if you do this, like when <laughs> install thing. And then a couple, well, def, that's definitely not worth a commercial. That's like yeah, a that's 10 minute job. But um, yeah, I'm going to come up with some stuff. But but it'd be cool if we kind of branch out of. Just like the pipe stuff, and I think in turn, if I were to do this commercial for him, it could could bring really good content to the pipe community. Um, just from the the pieces and experiences I, I build as as I learn that process. Yeah. But 
Well, and that could lead yeah. lead to other stuff down the future for the community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a good experience. Dude, imagine imagine if like freaking Shacomb was like, "Hey, get pipes. You want to film a commercial for us?" You know what I mean? Like I don't know where they would play it, but yeah, uh, at a pipe show or something. Like uh, I mean, can can pipe and tobacco companies? No, I don't advertise. Think you can. No, you can't on. That's why you don't see any cigarette commercials. I know, but could you do a pipe? I wonder, because it's not. No, I think I, I'm pretty sure it's tobacco. That's why you, you've yeah, never seen you a, can't America's Best Chew. You've never seen cigar commercials ever. Mm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It sounds but. a little mm, not free to me, but it um, does. But but there are ads out there. So yeah, and there. I mean, well, where there's I mean, eyes, there's. If anyone got the. If anyone got the pipe collector this year, uh, yeah, twenty twenty two edition, you would have seen a repeat of the get pipe dad in there. And uh, I will say that was a mistake on our end. We did want we have this really oh frick. I was supposed to post it. We have a sweet what? Christmas one. Yeah, well, I'm just gonna post it on Instagram since we already have it. Oh, made. I guess it's still. It actually might not be too late since it's still de- December yeah. and. Christmas yeah. is over, and it's like, oh, well, everybody. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. want to spoil it. But check out the Instagram. Both Nick and I's will, will, uh, will, will post one of the uh, quote advertisements if you, that if we you didn't, may. That we didn't. That we didn't. Up. We for, I just didn't have time to send it to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, we'll get February's. It'll be fun. February's gonna be really awesome, I think. But but uh, anyway, so so yeah, man. What what what's been going on? I mean, the house is what's cool. What's been so. going on? Um. Over here, not too much. Oh, I mean, freaking Christmas, dude! Like we had a, we had a oh, lot yeah, of stuff Merry going Christmas, on. Everyone, Merry Christmas! Yeah, hope you all had a good, great Christmas. And I know by the time you listen to this, it'll be a couple days away from the new year, or I mean, already past the new year. No, but, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. But I mean, by the time this goes you, live, it's like, yeah. It's, but if someone December. listens to it three days. Oh. <laughs> after that's oh yeah so like 95 percent of the okay yeah yeah most of the people but um yeah so happy new year but uh christmas was great man it was uh just dad wholesome stuff like seeing yeah small small kid be super happy about presents was awesome um you know he doesn't understand the the meaning behind stuff but he's like i'm playing with a truck i open this other present oh it's a bigger truck i like that bigger truck so it's uh he was just super excited, and yeah, so he's completely yeah. materialistic. I get it, completely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. As I smashed his other toys in front of him because you know, no. Um, no, that's that's awesome, man. But yeah, I did that. Went to my parents, stayed overnight. We were planning on going to Bush Gardens um, out here in Williamsburg, Virginia, but but it was freezing. I mean, it was literally okay. I think with the wind chill, it was going to be like maybe 10 to 15 degrees not conducive with 38 week pregnant wife and one and almost two year old son yeah so when's he turned two march March. damn look at me damn Dang, you're a friendship huh yeah yeah and then i think this is a little nerve-wracking for you and i i don't think i've said this but i think next week you've racked my nerves already I know. I think we're going to have a new baby next week. I don't know what day, but I just... I well, I guess... I mean, I guess... Oh, as opposed to the week after or whatever? Or yeah, yeah. After? It's Due date's the 9th of January, but 
but I think it'll come. Damn. I'm going to say, and this would be weird, but I think it's going to be the third. The only thing is that's producer wife's birthday. So. <laughs> nah, it's whatever. It's all fake but, anyway. Uh, fake news. Um, yeah, pipe wise, dude, just haven't. Still, dude, let's let's, let's 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 have the let's air it out. Let's, let's air it out. Let's smoke it out. Dirty let's, laundry. Yeah. I, last time you smoked a pipe, go. Um, I probably took a picture, but maybe a month and a half ago. Damn. Maybe so we're talking six weeks. Probably. That's pretty least. bad. That's pretty bad. But before before we touch on why and how and when and where and thoughts and Thanksgiving. All that. Okay, so Thanksgiving. So maybe just a month. Okay, just yeah. A, yeah, about yeah November 27th or something. Something yeah, like yeah. that. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, that's about a month. Aaron, so four Aaron weeks. some of that dirty laundry up. Yeah, so for me, uh, so I, I told you guys all the tale. If you listen to the last few episodes, we, we traveled from, from Washington State. Now we're settled in South Carolina. And I think the eight-ish, the seven-ish, eight-ish, nine-ish days prior to leaving, I hadn't been really traveling too much. I hadn't, I hadn't smoked any pipes. Mm. And I was really looking forward to this long 40-hour drive because I'm like, oh, I'll smoke my pipe the entire day, have fun. Long story short, did not do that, did not smoke my pipe a single time on that 42-hour drive. And the reason being, as I had mentioned in that last episode, go, go check it out. It's one of the past few. It's actually the cover of my ash, I believe. Yep. Episode 048, 49? 49. Four nine, uh, cover my ash new series and uh, it's a fun one if you haven't heard it. Uh, but but long story short, I, I basically didn't want to mix something that I really enjoy with something that I really hate. And that thing I really hated was just getting in a car at seven a.m. and driving until you know seven p.m. I, I hated that so much. So um, I didn't smoke any pipes, but uh, I was looking forward to when I got down here. But having nothing here, having nowhere to sit for the first two days. It was on the third day that we bought a bar stool, which was cool. And then our last episode that we recorded um, was from the comfort of my bar stool in the kitchen. And and yeah, man, I just I have not got. I I smoked a pipe. I smoked a pipe one time. I smoked one pipe in the past, probably same four, maybe even five weeks. Um, and it was the other day I was going to run some groceries. Uh, I got in the car and enjoyed some We Three Nuns. Uh, we talked about that and the cover my ash as well zero four nine. Uh, it's a blend that I quote made, which was was a lot of fun, but a very Christmassy, very delicious smoke. But it was short, man. I went to Publix right down the road. It was probably a seven minute drive. Smoked it for seven minutes, and I don't even think I smoked on the way back. But yeah, kind of kind of a huge bummer. Um, but you know what? That's the that's part of it. You don't gotta you don't gotta smoke a pipe every damn day to be a pipe smoker. You don't gotta smoke a pipe once a week. You know, once a month. It's you smoke True. it when you want to. And that's the thing, man. Like. I don't know. I just haven't been, I don't know. I haven't been craving it. There's been times where I've been craving it. Like yep. I, I want, I want that pipe in my hand, but yeah, recently, man, I don't know. I just, I don't know if it's, maybe it's one of those things where I need it. Cause it just been a little stressed, a little anxious for next week or the coming weeks, just everything going on. So it's like, maybe I actually really need it. Um, and as it's kind of warming back up here, I mean, past week or so is, it was, it's the opposite of the oppressive heat. It's the freezing cold, and that's that's hard to do. You know, uh, even even in Virginia, it's like it was getting ten degrees. You you got it too in Carolina, I imagine. But uh, 
It yeah, was like man. 13 degrees the other day. <laughs> it's brutal. Like, it's ridiculous. It's kind of unheard of. I mean, no, that, it is. That, yeah. That cold comes maybe around February for like two days, two or three days, and then it's gone. Yeah. So hitting it, having it hit in December was a little weird. But yeah, all, all that to say, I, I did want to say, I think I mentioned it last week. I did get a great Secret Santa gift from our Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club uh, Secret Santa giveaway. I, I sent mine out. Um, I'm hoping that they got it. Um, but I got some awesome stuff. I got, and and here's the thing. I don't know what half this stuff is. I, I got. <laughs> I wonder if I did. Like, you, you might, man. You might. And um, I'm just trying to get it all here. It's from a good, good, uh, good friend of the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. And he actually messaged me. He was like, did you get my package? I know who it is because... His name was on the uh, on the stuff, but he was saying some of the tobacco is from 2017. I imagined it it was. Is that sneezing? <laughs> That's Nimbus that having a sne- coughing fit. Nimbus, <laughs> my cat Nimbus has asthma, and he's Aww. he's dude. So sad. Look at him. I know the folks can't, but <laughs> I can't even see him. Oh, he's he's know. he's yeah, having a coughing fit. He's okay. But uh, I got some Samuel Ga- Gawith. Is that Gawith? Gawith. Yep. Gawith. Uh, full Virginia Flake. Um, okay. The thing is, yes, he said it was from 2017 or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know how to tell. It, you got this thing on it. It says 10251. Um, I don't know what that means, but I think it means it's a few years old. Um, then I got, again, Samuel Gawith, 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 Best Brown Flake. Um, this one has a 16, 253. No idea what that means. Mm. Um, then we got some Ken Byron Ventures. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Mm-hmm. I am okay. very. Uh, um, maybe not very, but I'm quite. Got some Festivus Pudding. Uh, Navy Ribbon, Virginia Perique, uh, Virginia Perique, Rich Dark Rum, a two ounce little baggy. More Ken Byron. Hand of Guts, Goat, Goats, Get, Gets, Goats Pipe, uh, Bold Latakia, Latakia Mixture. Again, another two ounce. That's from 2022. The Festivus is from 2020. And then, uh, same Ken Byron Ventures, Festivus GT, Grand Tour of Virginia from nice. 2020. And then, I got some cigars. Um, but uh, I don't know where they're from, but they look cool, and I am excited to smoke these. Um, probably should store them better. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing, man. That just goes to show the awesomeness of the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, right? Like, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's it's an absolute pleasure to be part of these people. You know, with these people, I know that I have personally been. Away for a bit, just, I don't know. It's one of those things where I go through social media's ups and downs and, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, man, great people, great folks in the community. I'm just happy to be here. So, Dude, yeah. I love and that. Your, no, I agree. your secret Santa is still at my house. So It is. Yes, it yeah. is. I'm excited to get it. But my secret Santa that I secret Santa'd out as I was a secret Santa too, that went out 
I think <laughs> Christmas Eve, maybe the day. I think the 23rd. yesterday. Oh. It was bad. So um, I think the 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 individual who has me by the time this goes live should have it. Um, actually, they should have gotten it today. Um, but in the event that he didn't check the mail, surprise, mm. it's a he. Uh, he had to have known because I t- I talked about how I, I was way late to get it out, but um, he didn't he didn't go asking in the in our we have a little secret Santa section and he wasn't like hey does anyone know where my guy is so I I appreciate that but I sent him something pretty cool uh, but I'll let him share that if he desires to but yeah I'm excited to get my little package uh, we're just waiting for we, Nick and I made like a dual uh, you Nick Nick commissioned a piece from a, a pipe maker. I purchased a piece from True. the same pipe maker who lives outside of the U.S., and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when they finally come in. Um, True. But I, I said ship them both, ship mine with his when you're done the commission. And so it's probably going to be a while. I'd, I'd say, Nick, just wait till, wait till that those pieces come in. I can wait. I got plenty <laughs> of stuff. So, but, True. But I am excited. So whoever got me, man, thanks so much. Before we go to Adam with his last words, I do just want to touch on a couple things. Real quick, um, before we get started, um, I want to touch on the Piping Hot Monthly. Uh, that's coming up quick. We got our January edition coming on January 1st, the first of the new year. Uh, it's never too late to sign up. Go ahead, do that. There's a link in the show notes. Um, there is also a link on our website, getpiped.co, to sign up. Um, yeah, it's a great monthly newsletter about everything Get Piped and what's what has happened, what's to come, and uh, maybe we'll change it up for the new year uh, a little bit. But uh, typically, I get my two cents, Adam gives us three cents, and we uh, showcase some stuff from the community. So it's an awesome little little uh, monthly newsletter that you get uh, directly to your email every month, first of every month. And we do want to touch on our awesome Buy Around Club members. We got uh, one subscribed uh, since last week, and we got another who who did a one-time. Uh, the the first Buy Around member is people love the Wee Dram, man. I, I got my Wee Dram right here. I, I got know. my Wee Dram, and I'm, I'm sipping it. It's, it's a double. I'm uh, starting to... It's feeling good, man. Like it, it, I love this, this Jameson Black Bro. That's good. Yeah, I need it's to get, good. I need to get some more, like, different whiskeys. Anyways, Donovan Piazza, thank you so much for subscribing to the We Dram Buy Around Club level. Um, that's our that's our highest level. That's a $10 a month. Pretty easy. We got three levels overall. We got the coffee, we got the pint, and we got the We Dram. Coffee's $3 a month. Pint is $7 a month. And the We Dram is... 10. So again, Donovan, thank you so much. You are a good friend of the Get Pipe Podcast for doing that. And the second individual who uh, who did a one-time Wee Dram, again, awesome, heck yeah, is none other than Get Brothered. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? I don't I know guess, if that's right. Yeah, but uh, but uh, Mr. Mr. Nathan Floyd, thank you so much for for giving us a a one time we dram. Uh, you know, if we all get together one day, drinks on me, not the get pipe fun because that's immoral. That's not right to our listeners. But maybe if we go to a pipe show, 
some of some of these buy around club members will will get bought around as as we mentioned when we first talked about the the buy around club but anyways gentlemen thank you so much for donating and uh, and helping this this get piped endeavor this this uh, prolonged endeavor to continue pipe smoking uh, the hobby the act everything about it uh, to help it continue and move forward into a new era but Adam, do you have any do you have any last words before we we get into this new series? Ah, yeah, man, dude, this is this is a pretty surreal moment for us. Uh, I mean, it's surreal, and 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 honestly, to be frank, for me personally, just you know, as, as I've always being the guy who kind of brought Nick in, and and mm. Nick absolutely bought in and like absolutely producer guide the hell out of you know the show, um, but but prior to that, I had just had this uh, this desire this fantasy that I'd, I'd, I'd do some kind of podcast and ultimately always wanted my my best friend to be a part of it but struggled with the idea of i i dude it's funny it's so crazy because while i was doing the 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 get piped youtube channel which was doing phenomenally well for someone who had zero subscribers uh, you know for a first post uh i i had the desire to ask you to do the podcast about pipes. Nick and I were talking about doing pot. We've been, we, you guys have heard me before, but we, we've talked about how I've developed several podcasts that all kind of went to never really took off. Never really. I mean, there's a few that are still out there and you can go find somewhere. I'm not going to give you the name, but um, you know, they're bad. They're just bad things. They were bad products. They weren't interesting. We weren't fun. Uh, Cause in, in, in the, the, the underlying thing here is we weren't passionate you know, we're passionate about quite, you know, some politics, but we don't understand them. We don't care to understand them. We just, we're just passionate about our own opinions. And as Brian Levine would say, we're experts on our, our own opinions, but that's just not enough. That's not enough to talk um, and, and do a podcast. So, but something that I do know a lot about and could talk about forever is, is pipes, right, man? And, and I always thought maybe, maybe I should just ask Nick if, if he would do a, a pipe smoking podcast, but being a, a young man who, who wasn't, particularly a pipe smoker. He, he absolutely was not. Um, someone who had a pipe that I purchased for him and had some tobacco, didn't know anything past that. And uh, yeah, man, it, it was just crazy for, for probably two months when we were continuing to talk, uh, you know, maybe we start a podcast about men's grooming freaking stuff or, you know, men's lifestyle <laughs> stuff, you know what I mean? And, and I always wanted to be like, I should just ask him if he wants to do the pipe podcast thing and and eventually i did apparently and it, and it worked out but it's a pretty surreal episode man being the, the final one of 2022 and uh it'll next episode will mark our quote one year you know that's what we're kind of accepting at the one year mark that's crazy it's beautiful man and i'm, and I'm super excited for the future Poetic. but yeah i don't know but this one's gonna be fun so we we this whole month man kind of like you and my you and my uh you and my you and me's you and my's you and i's our inconsistency with with pipe smoking with literally smoking the pipes hmm. you know it's another curveball here we had something planned that didn't quite pan out unfortunately um just like pretty much every episode this <laughs> this month but dude it's no big True. deal man to, for the folks listening for the folks who haven't been able to smoke a pipe either there may dude there's i'm sure there's some gentlemen out there listening maybe some ladies who haven't smoked a pipe since freaking september and they just they, yeah. they, they, they still can you are still absolutely a pipe smoker or you you know, just yeah, enjoy listening to the content when you can't do it, you know, daily or whatever, or monthly, bi-monthly, whatever the hell. 
but but yeah, just like that, man. It's just, life happens. A very busy month for for all the folks. Uh, but yeah, we're excited to have a little bit of fun with this one, and this uh, this one's going to be called Sandblasted Banter, and I hope you guys enjoy. So we got some sandblasted bandit today. And what that is, this is our, again, kind of like some of the uh, some of the other series, like our uh, Bloomberg Radio, our Cover My Ash. Uh, sandblasted banter is going to be maybe once or twice a year um, series where, where we kind of look back on multiple aspects of the pipe smoking community um, and pipe smoking pipes um and some of the industry part of the industry in the community we look back on it and we we kind of we kind of give some banter we we discuss things that maybe in the past year or in this case this is our first time doing it so we're, we're going to kind of give some general general looks at the pipe smoking community um the industry factory pipes artisan pipes and, and the tobacco realm and maybe say some things that we would like to see changed and we will even talk about some things that we think have been going very well in, in these five different aspects. Again, they are tobacco, uh, artisans, artisan pipes, specifically factory pipes, the industry as a whole and the community as a whole. So this is meant to just be some banter. We, we each got our drinks here. Uh, we're, we're, we're going to, nothing's really uh written stone here. We're just going to kind of be talking to, Two gentlemen discussing some things. You know, one has a little more experience. Uh, the other is is myself is coming from a, a point of just just kind of what I've seen um, in in the past year or so, and uh, where I've come from personally um, in the last year, and and yeah, just just things that are exciting, new, maybe things that need to be worked on. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to to discuss some of this and. It's one of those ones where we're really interested in what you guys uh, have to say about it as well. So don't hesitate at any point during this to, to stop, shoot us an email, shoot us a message, uh, say if you agree, disagree. Um, but yeah, what uh, what else we got, my man? I think uh, I think we'll hit the these five different things. We'll go one at a time um, just to kind of keep some sort of uh, proper... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't Continuity? Know. Yeah, like, yeah. Structure? Yeah, structure. There we go. There we go. Yeah, but, I mean, before we get started, man, I, I, I'll give my thoughts on, on the, you know, what is the absolutely unfettered brilliance um, that comes to to my mind as a content creator in the, okay. the pipe smoking sphere. All right. All right. <laughs> so, so sandblasted banter. Uh, the the idea was was that Nick had mentioned maybe once, potentially twice a year. We we enjoy a drink, 
Um, so while we might not actually be getting legitimately blasted, uh, but that uh, was kind of a little fun pun there with the with the term sandblasted. But we are going to have a little bit of banter. I mean, it might not be as is it won't be crude. We're just we're just kind of exploring. You know, having a, I'm going to have a pint of uh, Guinness here. Um, sometimes maybe it'll be a wee dram, and and uh, the intent was just to have. You know, you guys get to see a little bit of Nick and I's thoughts. So this is really a discussion between the two of us and kind of exploring what we thought went well or maybe not as well or could go better um, for, for the following year um, in, in, in terms of the pipe smoking industry. Um, so so think 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 this is Get Pipes. Um, the Squire Select, they, they do like their whiskey and tobacco pairing and they talk about that. Mm. We're just doing a little bit of, you know, you know, drinkage uh, responsibly, which is why we're we're doing it once once or twice a year. We we don't tend to get too crazy out here, but uh, but if you enjoy that content, you can also find another podcast. The good friends uh, Nate over at Pipes Pours and Pals. Um, I mean, me and Nate were actually just chatting the other day. Um, gosh, we're, 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 he's probably listening, so we're gonna have to plan. I'm talking to you, Nick. Uh, something where we're all get together. Oh. And True. a little exception there, and then our, our or we might transition our sandblasted banter uh, um, <laughs> onto their show. But but for the Get Pipe podcast, this is going to be a a once or twice or uh, for the year. But yeah, I mean, I got a lot. Of, I got a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things I thought went really well. A lot of things I thought could could be better as we move forward and as we continue to, you know, Nick, what's our goal? Our goal is to continue to be a positive aspect of pipe smoking, continue to get folks to buy into pipe smoking. The ones who are wishy-washy about pipe smoking, they hear this podcast and then they get all hyped up to go buy new pipes, to go find new artisans, to try new tobaccos and as well to, uh, to kind of solidify the folks that are, um, you know, maybe the new pipe smokers are like, you know, I'm not too sure about it. Well, we want to solidify those guys and then potentially welcome in new guys, the folks who are, you know, maybe saw an ad or something or a Sherlock Holmes movie and then noticed the pipe or, you know, Lord of the Rings. And then it's, it's, they, you know, Google podcasts or pipe smoking podcasts to try to learn some more information. And, and while we're not the ones to be the most, we're not the experts on on the hows or the whys and the the ins and outs and the facts, but but maybe we just we are pretty good at having having a little bit of fun, and so hopefully we can bring those new guys into the hobby. So so all of that to say is we think uh, sandblasted banter will will help progress that that idea that ideal of bringing in new folks, continuing to solidify the wishy washy ones, and to continue to uh, entertain the folks who are already bought in. Boom. Heck yeah. All right. Well, let's uh let's touch on a little bit of tobacco first. We're 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 gonna we're gonna touch on on the big T. And the first thing that as a as a new pipe smoker that has really kind of maybe irked me is the right phrase is these uh small batch releases. And it's not the the releases themselves but it's when they are released. The the 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time mm-hmm. releases, 12 a.m. in the morning. That's a little aggravating, right? <laughs> as as a new pipe smoker, like getting these these small batches that, you know, some would say some some in the uh older you know, quote unquote, older smokers, or maybe folks who have been doing this a good while, not necessarily old, but uh, they would say, eh, don't worry about it. 
you know, it's, it's whatever. Like just, just find what you like, get, you know, find something good, get what you want. Don't necessarily worry about those small batches, but I like them. I, I like the concept mm-hmm. of them. So having this, this midnight release, um, you know, I've, I've personally actually never had an issue of getting some in the morning, early in the morning at like 7 a.m. Um, but it's still like, still weird. It's know. yeah. I I would say I'll jump in here. It, it's kind of off putting. So, the, w- dude, when's the last midnighty thing? Like midnight releases was cool. It it was. It's not now. It, it just isn't. Uh, but video games and movies. Those were the two forms of like entertainment media that were really cool to go. You know, acquire that content, True. whether it's purchase or viewing. At midnight, man, that was a really fun thing. It brought a lot of buy-in. I remember, you know, as a young kid, I went to the the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two um, midnight review release with uh, one of my my younger younger best friend childhood friends, and it it, it changed. It, like that was or no, it was the Black Ops Call of Duty Black Ops Two or Black Ops One. Yeah, the very first Black Ops. That's right. So we went at midnight, man. I remember we got there, we had Taco Bell right next door, and then we were sitting in November in New Hampshire in lawn chairs outside of GameStop, freezing. And we waited there for three, four hours, and I remember we were second in line, the second people in line, and uh, the folks, dude, the line got all the way down to the freaking, you know, the corner of the block, which was... (laughs) Yeah, you know, hundreds of people, hundreds of people who pre-ordered this video game, and we we came in to do this midnight release thing, and it was it was a big fun experience. You're talking about the your your kill death ratio in the past games, you know the things you want the game to have. And this is a time where there was no betas, you know they wouldn't put out a um, a, a basic version for you to try mm. and get feedback. And there's some yeah, some merit there, true. there's some value there, but it, there's a lot of surprise and fun that came with that midnight release because it was just. You were playing this one game, and then its sequel is coming out, and you can't wait. And that's all you know is that it's a sequel. There might be one trailer, you know, that showed some cinematic stuff, but it didn't show yet. Showed you what the mechanics were, it didn't show you any of the the changes or whatever. But it, it, it was crazy, man, and 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 it was a very special thing. And uh, now I didn't. I think the the min, the last midnight film I saw was probably in college, and it was one of the Star Wars films. And I actually think. No, no, no. It was uh, The Hobbit. I was still in high school. Went and saw the first Hobbit and the second Hobbit at midnight, which was so fun because you want, you want to be the first to see the movie as soon as it comes out. True. And And, and uh, dude, RIP, rest in peace to, to, to folks who've literally been killed. But because of that Batman shooting, uh, they some they got rid of... Oh. They got rid of... Most, most theaters got rid of midnight releases. Oh. So they would start playing the film at 8 p.m., the day prior to release. So it really did release a day early. So that kind of ruined the midnight release thing for film. Uh, but, but it was going to go away anyway. And um, I know we're kind of straying away a little bit, but let me just finish my little, my little soap, soap box, but the, the time is dying. You know what I mean? So even if, even if those, that horrific event didn't happen, you can stream most of these films, you know, when when they're in theaters. A lot of films are coming right to Netflix. They're not even going to the theater. They're coming right to Hulu or whatever. Netflix just purchased at like a nine hundred million dollar old military base, apparently, and they're just going to continue. What? Yeah, yeah, they're gonna they they bought this like plot of land, uh, which was apparently an old military base, and they're going to continue to make films 
there. And those films will never touch the big screen. They're just going to go right to the, the streaming service. So I bring all this up because it is dying. And I think the the midnight release thing can be fun, but it's just not anymore, especially when it comes to tobacco. Uh, it's You put this in 2009, maybe. Maybe I'm into it, but I don't know. I got a job. <laughs> You got kids, man. Yeah, it's man. just not. It's not that cool. This is um, this is the, nine the, p.m. and it's late for me. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. It's just and and, and it'd be one thing if if tobacco released once a year, th- then maybe then maybe we're all looking forward to it. But tobacco releases once a month, man. There's a new blend every single month. There's a new blend every single week um, from the small guys. Uh, it, it, it's I don't know. I think I, I'm I'm just kind of over it and. Kind of, kind of like you had said earlier, man. It's just, I don't know. It it just feels weird. And and you also had mentioned that a lot of the time it's available at nine a.m. when you wake up or whatever. When you when you get to work, you're all settled in. You just started work for the day and just like, oh yeah, this dropped. It's still available. Just it just further proves. Yeah, it's kind. It it is a little gimmicky. Um, but and and I can see they're they're trying to have fun with it. I don't think they're trying to. uh, I don't think they're trying to. It's not like they're making more money by offering it earlier or or you know what i mean but i don't know what were, what were you gonna say i'm curious well i i was just gonna say there is someone who's doing it right right like there's there's some folks out there that are doing it right there's um i think you had mentioned and i noticed it as well but the squire country squire um they do like afternoon releases i think it's could be wrong don't hit me no, no, that, but it's like 4 p.m or something yeah it, it all depends on when they feel like it honestly they they are yeah. I, john david cole me and him have he's still my freaking hero man but uh <laughs> I've, I've been talking to him a little bit more and i just i just love everything they're doing over there at the squire man and then we're talking specifically the tobacconist like the the the, the product aspect of yeah not necessarily the squire radio that's a different conversation but like in terms of what they're doing for their store, his retail store, like John David Cole will say it first. He's a, he manages a retail store. That's his, that's, that's his job, man. Um, and they are adamant about allowing folks to try these new tobaccos. And they think that because of time zones, folks just can't realistically do this midnight thing. So what mm-hmm. happens is um, for at least online, the, the, uh, the, not the producers, but the, <laughs> The tobacco companies that that develop these blends, they push them out into you know, the Cornell and deals, and then they authorize when they can go live, and then they they say the soonest you guys can go live is you know midnight of this day, and so rightfully so, all of the companies put it available as soon as possible, um, so their product right. sells out first, uh, you know over you know maybe John David Cole who is posting his at four p.m. and like you said, a lot of those blends are still available, but now I'm like, because I think the whole midnight thing is a little bit gimmicky. I'd rather just purchase it from, you know, John David. And then, yeah. then I'm like, I'm awake. I'm, I'm like, Oh, I'll set my alarm for 4 PM or whatever. Cause I yeah, know they're going to, it's, it's literally 4 PM the same day, just not 12 AM. And it's like, exactly. Yeah, so that's, I don't know. And like, it's not like it's a terrible thing. It's just, I, I, I agree with you. Like, we seem to be past that as a society. Like we're kind of going back to Black Friday happens on Friday. Doesn't happen on Thursday anymore. Like mm-hmm. I know that's like a weird 
comparison, but I think it gets to the point of like, I don't know, I think, I think part of that, um, part of that like enticing aspect of a midnight release, I don't know, just might, I think it's over at least for the, the uh, at least at the age that people are able to smoke pipes. I, I don't know. It's a physical product too. Like, yeah. You're, you're like all of these midnight release things for, you know, it, it, I remember last year was the worst for like the Black Friday stuff because everything was either on sale before Thanksgiving or it continued yeah. to be on sale and the, the stock through was Christmas. so high that you could get it through Christmas at the same price. And I remember when I was a kid going to start Black Friday, staying up till midnight and then yeah. shops would open at midnight. That was fun. But again, it's just a, it's it's dated. That's another that's another good point. Like the midnight release thing is special when you're going to get the product. Like if I could show up at Cornell and Deal or freaking smoking pipes or whatever and like get the tin, I'd be like that would okay. be really cool. That would be so cool. so. No, no, I agree. I, I think if if get piped, you know, you and I ever somehow manage to to harness a you know a little little plot of land and, and, and create a, a pipe store in some capacity. That could be cool. I could see my I could see this episode being very hypocritical when at midnight mm-hmm. my doors are open, there's a roaring fire and you know, a little velvet rope and you know, maybe yeah. some snacks and stuff and uh, but that but that because you're doing an experience. It's, it's people, it's face to face. You guys get yeah. to talk while you're in line. You know, hell you can smoke your pipes inside the store and then yeah. I will wait till midnight to sell it to you for the gimmick of We're it. We're handing out cocoa or something i don't know yeah it's, what i mean that that was a know, lemonade <laughs> but when you do it online it's just it's just okay now i'm just waiting till i'm tired just to click a few buttons and yeah i don't know it's just it's, I'm, I'm over that man it's just, I, I haven't purchased something at midnight yet and i don't i maybe i did one time and it wasn't because i was staying up i just happened to be up and i was like oh that was really might as well get it now i think it was thanksgiving day um which i knew for a fact would be still available, available. Yeah. Um, th- throughout all of uh, uh, November, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, well, I think I think we we bantered on that one pretty good. Um, yeah, the next one though, this is kind of maybe just an overall. This hasn't been in the last year, um, and and the releases at twelve a.m. weren't necessarily this the last year, from my understanding. That's been kind of going on, but. Uh, we we love our tin art a la carte here. We love our, uh, our courier, even though we've only done it a couple times. But something that we've kind of touched on that I think there's some tobacconists that do it a little better than others. But the naming and description of tins, like, is maybe not the best. You know, they kind of recycle these old these old uh, maybe definitions or descriptions of of things, and it's like. There is value in adding a story to a tin, right? It's it's not much space, you know. Some some of the bigger tins have, uh, you know, like the Seattle Pipe Club tins. Like there's there's a good amount of space there, but like the biscuit tin or whatever we want to call it with Cornell and Deal, like those those are a little smaller, um, and they don't have as much room. But there's still, you know, as as at least I see, there's still an opportunity to truly kind of tell a story of, of what's going on with your, your tobacco, at least in, 
when it comes to the naming conventions and stuff like that. But I'm interested what what you have to say on that. Um. Yeah. I think. Again, so now we're, the trend here is that like times are changing for sure, and the the old is not always gonna be the new. In fact, then the old needs to, to go away. This is one of the things that I think, and we, you, you, for the folks who've listened to my to the podcast and heard me talk for these many many hours at this point, sixty seventy hours, I, I've touched on it before, but I do think. There, this is going to be like almost as crazy as the military changing the names of uh, all the Confederate general uh, bases. Mm. Like Fort Bragg is incredibly famous for the name Fort Bragg, but you know Bragg is not a great guy <laughs> in terms of you know who what we what we stand for as a country today. So they're changing it to Fort Liberty, uh, and that is a pretty mind-boggling thing just because of the history and, and the connections but i'm willing to say i think there needs to be a change i think i think mm. sutliff uh 1m or or lane 1q maybe not lane 1q but um rlp6 like all these these tobaccos that have very historic names as in not even historic just historically have been old they were they were set in you know 1925 or whatever <laughs> I don't know, man. I once once the old folks who are done smoking those, like when they pass on, maybe they quit pipe smoking because of health reasons, or they die because they're old. Who's going to be smoking those tobaccos? Uh, be, let's be real; it's not going to be the new guy to come in. It's not going to be the guy who comes in, you know, who who discovers pipe smoking through the Get Pipe podcast. You know, the, those blends were for folks who learned about pipe smoking from their grandfather and and that's all he had this is this is called freaking lane one q and that's what we have and that's what we smoke so you're gonna smoke it too um you know like that guy like the new guy who reads this in in a decade to to read listens to the podcast he's not gonna see read lane one q that sounds appetizing he's just not he's gonna (laughs) go for the cornell and deal Autumn evening because it sounds cool. He's gonna go for the the We Three freaking Kings because it sounds cool. Um, he's gonna go for uh, the the Country Squires Merkwood that releases in January because he's read Lord of the Rings and he remembers feeling very feeling a specific way when he was learning about Merkwood in in the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like those are what he's gonna go for, and it's just I, I think it's funny my 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 military post in in Washington the unit was historically second infantry infantry division. We wear a second infantry division patch. However, I'm not part or rather I'm not. I, Nimbus. Nimbus. Nimbus just. Nimbus just, Nimbus just yote the microphone. Um, he he also, screen. you couldn't see it, but in the background, this, he was just, meowing full like like do you know what i mean <laughs> so um, but but no no so so as i was saying the the i was not a part of second id second infantry division despite wearing the patch i was actually in f- part of a uh, seventh infantry division and the reason why we wear the second id patch as i, I truly believe is their second id had a very historic 
position. And I think a lot of the older veterans would be really upset if we changed it to wear the 7th Infantry Division patch. My theory is in the next decade to two decades, when all of those folks have passed away, because they're you know Vietnam vets, when they're old and in the ground, to be completely blunt, as life happens... <laughs> Dang. It's just it's just the sure. truth. I think I think they're going to change to the seventh ID patch. And and as a young guy, I don't to I don't care about the second ID patch. It's 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 confusing. Um, and and this isn't a military or political thing. It's just that this this is exactly how the new pipe smoker is going to think. He's going to think, why well, I don't care about you know RLP dash six. I don't care about even even one of my favorite damn tobacconists. LJ he's not going to care. LJ Pred. He's not going to care about LJ Preto's burly three 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 compared to burly three three you know what i mean and, and and that's just the reality of it that's just that's just the truth and um these are hard concepts man these are hard topics to bring up because we are young we are very young and we have a lot of older folk listening and these older like the, those i mean for you guys listening i'd love to hear your thoughts i know a lot of you are thinking this is blasphemy but i'm just saying it's the reality it's mm. the reality of modern age as we as we continue to transition but so i don't know i'm not saying it needs to happen soon but i do believe that we either need to cut a lot of these blends that have unrecognizable names um or or change them to be completely yeah. honest like i think i do think i mean this could be in a this could be a pipe down at some point but I, I think there's way too much tobacco out there and i think there's a lot of okay okay like yeah, it's cool. It's there. I'll try it one time as a mixing component, but do I really need it? Um, but but I don't know. There, there, there's yeah, th- that's a different story. But well, but at least with like a vanilla custard, you know, it's like okay, it's called vanilla custard. It has its place. But the ones that have you know number combinations, um, mm. it's just it's just hard. It's hard to adver- like ask for that. It's hard to advertise it. Yeah, and I think there's something that I don't. I'm not super into like the whole craft beer thing, but dude, some of the, oh, that was so cute. Some of the, um, some of the like cans and bottles and stuff, the art of that stuff is amazing. Like they do a great job of that. And and then honestly, it, it kind of tastes, it probably tastes the same as one of their other beers or whatever, Mm -hmm. the other one down the street, but like just that art, would tempt me to buy something but would tempt me to buy that one over the other one that tastes the same that was just kind of boring and like plain you know what i mean so dude like, i the other day i i purchased a shirt um so in in the northwest there's a a chain i guess of restaurants it's called McMinimins for the folks who are in the northwest they would understand McMinimins is a is a family i think or a company or somebody who purchases old historic buildings and they renovate them normally run down but old buildings and make them beautiful like multi-story uh restaurants so like one floor was a spanish bar the other floor was like the tiki bar another floor was the main restaurant and then there was like a there's a a ballroom, like in it, very old fashioned, but really, really cool. And each one has different drinks and stuff, but they had their own brewery too. So the McMinimins brewery, one of their beers is a lager uh, and it's called hammerhead. And it's literally the art of it is a guy, it's a hammer, like a literal wooden hammer with the metal mm. ass hammerhead with two arms coming out of the, the wood holding a beer. And it was like, 
that was what they chose for Hammerhead. <laughs> they could have chose a shark, would have been boring, but instead they have a hammer with two arms drinking a beer. And it's just, I thought that was great. And did I have the beer? Never had it in my life, but I bought the t-shirt. Because it was oh. so cool. Like, it was just such a, I was like, this is brilliant. This is great. I almost wore it tonight. <laughs> but I'll, uh, I'll post it in the Discord. But but yeah, I mean, kind of like you were saying, man, that, I, I bought a t-shirt based on a craft beer because I thought that logo was cool. Um, mm. I think they're, I think the Cornell and Deal is nailing that right now. Yeah. You know, I, I would love to see LJ Peretti. I mean, LJ Peretti's got their very famous paint can and, and that can't go away. Um, but I, I don't know, adding a little bit of branding it's, to their tobacco, like I, I would like with uh, what Squire did with, uh, what was it called? Well Song. Well Song. You know, that there was, I think that was like 10 steps in the right direction. I think they need to take 12 total. Um, so maybe two more <laughs> steps is to like make it a little bit, you know, get a little picture. And I, I don't know. And these these are just my thoughts. Um, but and it's hard because we don't, as purely consumers at this point, we don't know what it takes as a producer to, to oh, do that no. stuff, right? Like that's why, you know, the Squire stuff is intent because they don't have that capacity. At least from my understanding of what Quinn was was talking about um, and stuff like that, but. Yeah, man, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity for tobacconists, especially the bigger ones, to really leverage a story, um, leverage a description, leverage the tin art to their advantage, especially for the newer newer pipe smokers. But I'm definitely interested. To, I, I think I'm interested in what the old timers think. If they're like, eh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if they're just like, I don't care. Well, the, I, just wanna, the, I just want to smoke the other t- tobacco. You're right. And the other part, of, like going alongside that, is they stick to the, what they like. A lot of the older folks will stick to those blends that they like. They don't care for the small batch stuff. They might mm. try it just because they're pipe smokers and they love supporting the companies. Uh, but you know, they'll smoke that tin. Maybe they get a, t- a dozen tins. Have a couple now. Have some later because they smoke pounds of tobacco a month. Uh, but but for the most part, they might just go right back to their, you know, their. Mac Baron Burley Flake or whatever the hell their their full Virginia Flake from from Gaywith, but I don't know, man. I I think full Virginia Flake. It's very simple. It's to the point. And sometimes there's a a beauty there. Uh, there's a beauty with like a tobacconist being very. You know, this is tobacco. You could smoke it or you don't. You don't have to make it a pretty picture. And I I get that too. But when there's just so so much out there, uh, I don't know. I appreciate a good good tale, a good story. Um, I, I also would love to see a change, a different approach to the descriptions on tins. Um, mm, that, so this sure. is kind of calling out all this, calling out everyone, this calling out you, you know, Cornell and Deal, and and you know, this is calling out the Squires and the Perettis, and and it's all the same. It's all if I had my swear button, I'd say I'd sell the same. You know, sure, you know, the beep. Uh, it's all the same. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, you. It's tough because when you're reading a t- when you're smoking and you got a, a very strong developed palate and you taste um, cranberries for some reason and you write, hey, it this evokes cranberry, someone who can't have enough cranberry <laughs> slice with a canned cranberry cranberry sauce oh, on Thanksgiving yeah, is gonna yeah. love that shit and he's gonna try to get that tin he's gonna grab that tobacco he's gonna smoke it and it's gonna taste like smoke to him. I mean that's just the reality of it, and, you know, for especially those newer guys. You, it's hard to say this 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 tobacco evokes this flavor when it's very subtle. Obviously, it's subtle, but 
I don't know. It it it, it changes the way the description is 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 read, um, right. or should be. So I think I think we need to find a better way. I don't, I don't have the answers, man. I don't have a tobacco. I'm not a tobacconist, and I don't write descriptions. But if I did, I think I would do something different. I don't think I would just smoke the thing. Say I taste vanillas. I taste earthiness. I taste woods. You know, I taste oaks, and you know, put a bunch of buzzwords that I don't know. Just Again, Whale Song. Uh, Whale Song had a cute little card that had a bunch of buzzwords on it, but it was a lot, and I did like that. But it also had a poem, man, and it was the poem that I enjoyed because the poem was oh, nothing okay. about what the tobacco was like. It just gave me a tale, and that's why I loved Whale Song. You know, I, I loved it for that poem. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe I think I think Quinn's approach was the best so far because it gave you a little yeah. bit of both. That's that's true. Um, I will say we've only made it through one of the five, so. We uh, strap in, folks. This is going to be a good one. Um, <laughs> going to be a good one. <laughs> going to be a good one to end of the year. But uh, let's let's move on to some artisan pipes. Um, you know, and there's something that I want to acknowledge. There's artisan tobacconists out there nowadays, right? Like even even the squire could be. I think Quinn mentioned he's they they're considered kind of an artisan tobacconist. Um, but I know there's a lot of small, like super small batch folks out there blend their own tobacco, stuff like that. So shout out to y'all keep doing, doing good. And I think we'll, I think 2023 will be a good year, uh, for y'all and, and hopefully that we can maybe showcase some of you. But that being said, we're going to, we're going to touch on artisan pipes right now. And Adam, I know you had mentioned something about uh, some metal work on pipes. I know like some of the military mounts or, or spigot pipes. Um, you had mentioned in some previous episodes as well about artisans and their lack of doing that. Um, so I, I'm interested to hear what you have to say, um, as well as I'll, I'll give my, my my two cents at some point as well. Yeah. So one thing I'd love to see, man, is... What I, one of the beautiful things about a factory is their ability to source folks who are good at pipe making, man. What like we'll take Peterson for example. They have a guy who does all the sandblast. They have a guy who does all the shaping. A guy who does all the staining. They got a and it's it's a lot of them are several guys, but sometimes it's only one guy. I think they have one one or two gentlemen um, who do the metal work. They're they're silversmiths and. That is their craft. Um, I'm sure they have the same with the STEM guys. They have they have folks who are dedicated to doing this process. Um, and and again, with a, fa- a bigger factory and in some of those bigger launches, they're gonna a lot of it's gonna be machined. Um, but for the more intricate pieces, you know, there's a guy out there who knows how to do that silver work. I had a wonderful conversation with. Uh, Mr. Abe Harbaugh uh, over at uh, in in Vegas at the Vegas Las Vegas International Pipe Show because uh, he had a piece on the table with um, some silver on it and he learned how to silver work himself and he's he's still learning and he's still trying to get better at it but as far as I could tell I was like damn you did this all yourself I thought he I thought he outsourced it um, and and some some pipe makers do they have a buddy who does the silver work and they'll they'll send them the pipe but I think this would be a really awesome approach for artisans out there i think the the silver spigot that peterson done is does is 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 absolutely freaking beautiful i will 
nine out of ten times I see I see a freaking spigot man a Peterson spigot and I want it and then I, I try to reason with my wallet and the money that I don't actually have in reality uh, to, to, to coming up with a way to purchase these pipes because they're just beautiful man and um, and this is me they're not the most popular pipes out there but I do think there's some some value there's there could be some value added for for some artisans to start learning a new craft man it's it, it could be a good way for to change it up you know when you got to think about it like a, a what's the goal of a we had talked about this with um Mr. Nate King I asked we had asked what are you trying to do what are you trying to get to and he had said like I'm never going to be a you know a uh a, a Jeff Grasick or whatever like a, a, a maybe even freaking larger would be like a, a Lars Iverson he's like I'm not trying sure. to be I'm trying to do my own thing but he knows himself he's like I know my pipes are going to ch- he's like I'm where they're at now is probably where they'll stay in terms of price. They might get a little bit, you know, pricier just because of inflation and stuff. But he, his craft is where it's at. He's been doing it for two decades, and he, he's comfortable and he knows where he's at. But for the folks who want to get better, like a one way to get better would be to to learn a new skill. And I think trying to implement some silver work would would be would be really awesome. And it doesn't have to be legit silver, you know, dude. I would love a pipe with a little iron band on it. You know, oh, if you blacks, yeah. if you smithed out a piece of metal from a forge and somehow made it on a pipe made it look cool dude i'm all for it it doesn't have to be a spigot or a military mound like maybe you did a ring around uh, the i was gonna say you're like that meme with the credit card like you're smacking it on the table you're like dude yeah yeah i'm just like i'm just like take take my money (laughs) <laughs> with the credit card on the table. Dude, yeah, yeah, you know, so 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 Abe, it's funny, we, we're, we're talking about Abe, I'm sure this pipe will go. Uh, just posted, I think today or yesterday, uh, Smoking Pipes posted on their, you know, bi-weekly uh, newsletter or whatever that Abe Harbaugh had, had some pipes down. He has a little cutty out here with a little silver cap. It was a good conversation I had with him. He's like, yeah, like, I, he listened to me. I was like, I was like, Abe, I think this is beautiful. You, how many How many pieces of silver do you bring? I think he only brought one. Um, and he's like, he's like, you know, I don't know why I don't do more. And I was like, dude, you should, because I will buy more of them. I'm, dude, I'm looking at this piece, six hundred twenty-five dollars. I want it. I, I really, really want it. I unfortunately can't afford it right now. Um, uh, but if I could, this would probably be the piece that I bought. And mm. yeah, it's just, it's just something cool. So, and it doesn't have to be metal work, but that is one thing I would like to see as we move forward more, a little bit more metal a little bit more metal something something it's yeah. more accent pieces the ivory is cool the faux ivory is cool the the fortite dots are cool bamboo's cool but i don't know let's try to change it up a little bit i agree i like um i like my military mounts i think they're really cool you know it it's i don't know it just adds a extra layer of something to it and I, and I agree. Every time I see one, I'm like, "Oh, I kind of need that. I think I, I think I want that." But um, yeah. So I, I would tend to agree with you. I think on all of that when it comes to metalwork, silverwork, whatever you want to call it, iron smithing, smithing uh, on pipes. But that um, that leads us to a different type of uh, aspect of artisan pipes, and that is naming conventions and maybe the story behind the pipe so kind of like we discussed with tobacco when it comes to a story or the description and stuff like that um you know i i think that we can adam and i we can both agree that 
naming a pipe is really cool. Like coming up with a name and a story for a pipe is really cool. And I think, you know, one of our, our good friends, you know, we, we always talk him up, good old, good old Miko of Frost Pipes. I think that Adam and I both agree that he does a great job in, uh, creating these names whether you know they come from fantasy aspects mythical aspects um but when i see a name even if i don't know exactly what he describes in that uh uh, with that pipe name oftentimes it makes sense (laughs) which is which is really cool and and he even gives a story of like it comes from the depths of mordor or whatever and uh that that needs to that needs to come more into uh, the realm of artisan pipes because I don't know it brings a, a a different personality it brings a personalization that um I think is needed right we're 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 in we're in an era of uh, I want what I want and I want it now like we're we're in the era of uh, you know, making your own box that gets shipped to your door, personalized stuff. And though you can create your own name for a pipe if you want, having a name and a story, getting it coming to you is 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 pretty cool. But yeah, what what do you think? What do you think on that? Yeah, I this is something I battled with for uh, for a while. I think look at any of Miko's pipes. Ninety percent of the time. Maybe even ninety five percent of the time they sell it within ten seconds. You know, he he comes up with a story. He he pro, mm-hmm. posts little teasers, build yeah, a little true. bit of hype, tells you what it, probably what it's going to be uh, in terms of the branding, and then he tells gives you the full story. That story's probably read a, f- a couple sentences, and then someone decides right then and there if they want to buy the pipe. They're buying the pipe not because. Mm-hmm. Miko makes the best smoking pipes in the world or even the prettiest looking smoking pipes in the world. You know, I will tell you most, most folk could, could agree. This is all opinion based, but you know, pipes like Abe's are quote prettier than, than Miko's. Uh, I mean, Miko does have a, has a very unique style. Um, but what Miko crushes, what frost pipes crushes is that tail. Like I, I, I've, well, I've sat try, setting alarms for pipes because he releases them and he, he gives them the first come first serve, man. And I've set alarms for, for pipes that he built a story upon. Like he said, hey, this is going to be based on this thing in medieval literature or mythological religion or something like, you know, the Greek gods or something, whatever it might be. I'm like, man, I want this. I want this pipe that that represents that. Or you get a pipe from, you know, an, a good friend, Nate King. And I know my good friend, Nate, is going to be listening to this episode. Uh, you know, Nate's going to produce a beautiful sandblast piece. But it's going to be, just be a piece that's beautiful and sandblasted. And that's it. Mm. He's going to post it. It's like, hey, I'm done with this. It's a beautiful pipe. It's a Nate King pipe. You want it, you can have it. I'll look at it. Well, it's a pretty pipe. It's pr- pretty expensive and... I'll think about it, but with with something like Mika, and this is just a me thing too, you know. I, I but you look at how fast they sell out. A lot of people believe this too. 
the story behind that pipe is really cool. So, so, and it doesn't mm. have to be a fantasy thing. You know, Nate doesn't have to say like, oh, the sandblasted piece is called, you know, the old man's dusty beard. You know, <laughs> it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be named something, but it could say, it could be, hey, this is, these were the thoughts that were going in my head when I was blasting. I was thinking about, you know, waterfalls. And though, is this anything have to, is it blue? Hell no. It's, but I'm going to call this the waterfall or, um, you know, the falling emotion, like to represent water falling. Right. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? It'd be cool to have like some kind of subsect of it. It doesn't have to be, you don't got to buy, you know, A through Z stamps and, and one by one kind of make this stamp of the, the, the name of the pipe. But I don't know. Yeah. For, for, and maybe that's not, that might not be good advice for guys like Nate King, whose pipes do sell very well, but for folks who are trying to emerge as mm. wonderful artisan pipe makers. Yeah, I, th- I think it could add a depth that is needed, right? Like the, nowadays, again, people, people want to hear a story. Like people want to know when it comes to like a company, they want to know how that company started. They started from nothing and they're doing this and they're doing that and they're donating to these causes and they have all these things, right? This is where they get their coffee beans from. They're they're from this small, you know, Ugandan town in Uganda, you know, like all all this stuff. They want they want to hear the story of X, Y, and Z. Why why can't we why can't we do that with a pipe? You know, why can't we just, you know, I say we like we're pipe makers, but why can't the community kind of rally around this this idea that this artisan, especially new upcoming ones, um, or maybe maybe even ones that have been in the game a bit and want to change some stuff up, like, how did you get your inspiration for this pipe? Did you just make it because you want to make it? Eh, maybe not maybe someone commissioned it and they told you what they mm-hmm. want to do but but you still put your own flair to it you you put your own aspect of uh your personalization to it so i, I think there's always room for uh maybe it's not even a story but maybe an inspiration like you were talking about with the with the waterfall like there's a, there's yeah. always an inspiration to something and, and i'll add to the in this this won't be for Honestly, the Nate Kings, the the Jeff Grace, the, the Jay Allen Pipes, the Alex what Florovs, the uh, these these prominent pipe makers, they might they don't need to do that. They they could. It would be really cool. Um, one pipe I've really wanted was a a Jay Allen pipe. I've I've really wanted one. Even an El, a Tom Eltang, you know, I I had the uh, the com- not the compass. That's a Nording thing. Uh, what's that mini? Eltang called. Mm-hmm. I'll be so hype if you get that. You, you're saying, mm-hmm, but I need a name. No, no idea. <laughs> oh, no idea. Eltang Basics. Oh, Eltang okay. Basics, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wanted one of those because it was from Eltang, but now it's like I want another. I want an Eltang pipe because it's from Eltang. You would want a Jeff Grasic pipe because it's a Jay Allen pipe. Once you get those, if unless you're a collector, I don't have. I personally don't have a, a great desire to get more of them. I want more Nate King pipes because I like Nate King's style and he's my friend. Mm. And you know, we've had I've I've have some of my strongest memories ever in the pipe smoking sphere with this guy. Um, you know, like I, I text him on Christmas, wishing him a Merry Christmas. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're we're friends, we're family, and but for the folks who aren't at that level of uh, notoriety in 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 pipe smoking, I, I think 
a, a fond one that comes to me is uh, Mr. Doug Finlay. Doug Finlay has beautiful pipes. And I'm the first one to say, not every pipe I see is beautiful. They're just not. You know what I mean? Like there's, sure. I'll walk the floor of some artisan pipes that, I mean, I won't name drop, but there's folks who are highly respected and, and they got beautiful work. But for me, they're not beautiful to me. Um, I can recognize great craftsmanship. But but for me, I was like, man, Doug, these pipes are freaking badass. I love these. They, they look really cool. They're unique. Um, you take traditional shapes and make them quote cool um like i had the again youtube video doesn't exist yet but give me till february march and i'll make you a good vegas video uh once we're all forgotten about it and it'll, it'll be fresh but i'll show you some of the pieces i have they're they're really beautiful and i'm like doug man why are these not selling and i saw some of those pieces in chicago and that that kind of kind of broke my heart man because this guy has cares about pipe making and dude the sweetest people his wife was there she goes to every show with him they're just wonderful. And I, I bought those pipes uh, because they were so wonderful. And now I smoked them and I'm like, wow, these are freaking phenomenal. I definitely want some more. But those folks could totally benefit from getting into some kind of naming convention. Maybe, maybe he names it the banker because it thinks a guy who banks might smoke this pipe and it's got a little <laughs> bit of silver in it. I, I don't know. The fisherman, I don't, know, I don't know. And then a guy who fishes, who, who loves fishing, be like, oh, I'm a fisherman. I want the fisherman pipe from Doug Finlay, you know, instead of just the, 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 the tall cutty, you know, the, the long cutty or whatever. Right. Or just, you know, cause that no name, just pipe. That, that's Three. what I'm, that's exactly exactly that pipe that for for this is for the these are the folks that I'm bringing up you know how many folks that I aren't even in my head right now you know they're right. not even in the forefront of my brain because I scroll and there's just no name it's just a pipe and it's okay it's a cool billiard all right sweet scroll um I, I don't know so uh, we're we're kind of beating this one we'll 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 try to transition to the next one but we're we're trying to be positive here like i i i'm encouraging folks to maybe you got a historian that you like maybe you like the the race car guy, the what name it dale. the dale earnhardt you know <laughs> i don't know praise hell praise dale you know it's 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 something you know and yeah. it allows you to to give a little bit of your heart into into the pipe uh, that you've already given, but it allows us to kind of see into the mind, the emotions of uh, of he who creates. So, yeah, we'll, we'll end on that one. What do we got? Oh, the next one is probably another big-ass tangent. What do we got? I mean, depends if you want to bring it up when it comes to artisan pipes and photography. I don't know if you wanted to touch on that a little bit. I, do, I don't have much it, to say on it, but go ahead. I do. Um, I'll, I'll end this. This actually encapsulates what I was just saying. Another way to get an edge, man, if you are posting pho photography, man, the that is one thing I love about pipe making because a pipe maker is now almost by a byproduct. He's a a, a photographer. You have to be. If you, I, I say it all the time, I, I love uh, uh, Jason Patrick pipes because he's a wonderful photographer. You know, I've seen billiards before. I've seen Lovitz before, and they're cool. But his looked so beautiful, not necessarily because they were better crafted or 
looked prettier with the stain, but he just took a quality photo. And I was like, oh, if he can take a quality photo, he probably has a quality product. Um, it's it's an un, might not be a just justification. It might be an unjust justification, but it's just the reality of, you know, perception is reality. And that, that's kind of what I went with. Um, there's, there's one guy who makes really good pipes. And of course, I won't name drop. Um, maybe he'll listen. And the first thing I see when he posts a new pipe, which they sell, I mean, people don't care like I do. I'm very nitpicky, but the first thing I see is it's like in his hand and he's twirling it around in a video. I think the very first photo should be a, a photo of it on a magnet or something where it's just sitting in it, all its beauty, no hands, nothing, just sitting there, get a couple angles. And I think the last photo, last one or two photos, uh, Redeemed Pipe does this very, very well. He's He's just selling, reselling pipes. Um, photo of the pipe, you get to see a couple angles, you swipe, 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 a couple more angles. And the final one, which I do think should be in the hand, um, this is where my, my man Jason Patrick can, can learn something. I would love to see a human hand to, to kind of gauge the size, the group size. Um, but, but your hand should not be in the very first thing you post. I think it's a little unprofessional in terms of production, you know, maybe not in terms of character or or who you right. are I, I just think in terms of production uh the the first product you want to be is is the product and i don't want to see any any hands in there but v- very kind of nitpicky there um and again i think this yeah. is a, a more positive i'm trying to make this positive i'm not trying to rag on anybody um but and some guys don't have pretty equipment to have their pipe can, just sitting free floating but but your you pipe can do a build something you can do a lot and and folks might not even have the nice cameras and stuff, but you can do a lot with an iPhone. You can do a lot with a uh, freaking Android phone or whatever. Like those cam, we got good cameras on our phones nowadays. Like, Dude, a lot really of my YouTube good. shots, a lot of shots, not a lot, but every YouTube video, there's at least two to three shots that are from my iPhone, and some you can very clearly tell, others you can't. Yeah, literally. So, all right. Well, that that kind of closes out the artisan pipes. Let's go to factory pipes. Let's let's touch on um, let's touch on some branding from from factory pipes, and uh, let's let's touch on something that maybe needs a little work and something a uh, brand that's doing really well. Um, I think there's when it comes to mind again, the, we're gonna say some names, but it 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 doesn't mean everything's bad. Doesn't mean everything's good. Um. But it it's just examples here. Uh, for me, uh, when it comes to branding, one that comes to mind that maybe is not the best, it's good. It's probably above some of the others, but I think that it's it's like the squire, like you were talking about. They've taken 10 steps. They need to take two more to, in, in terms of what they're doing. I would say it's Savinelli and their Instagram. I, I'm always left wanting a little more um with their posts. And again, this this is in terms of uh just just social media stuff, uh specifically again, Instagram. But uh yeah, I'm always I'm always left wanting um just something more from their posts. I am trying to pull pull some up now um just to kind of give an example. So like, let's see. They always have these interesting um posts about this one is the making of a 606 KS, a series of movements executed by our artisans allowed to 
partially remove color. In fact, sandpaper is here used to refine and finish the external surfaces. Like, it's a series of photos. They're within 0.5 seconds of one another. And, like, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful photo. Like, it's a beautiful pipe. It's a beautiful series. Like, seeing the, the tape on the fingers, like... This this artisan, I would I would even call them in some fashion. This 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 diligent worker is clearly doing a great job with what they're doing. But like, I I just I want something more. I don't know what it is. Like, you know, I I don't I don't know if it's maybe the description of it. Um, maybe it's just this is their like. <laughs> they're writing stuff in English when they're Italian, you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. maybe there's some uh, translation and stuff lost there. Um, but like, I don't know. I just... No, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at what you're saying. I, I agree. So I, I'm, I'm glad you bring up Savinelli because Savinelli is by far way ahead of the game over yeah. every other uh, factory pipe maker, but they still have a long way to go. Um they have an awesome history, man, and and you don't always got to play on the fact that you're historic by showing po- pictures of old or, you know, photos mm. of old factory machinery or whatever, or black and white photos, but they they do got to come up with something more. You want yeah. to... The time is over of just posting. Same with... If you can apply this too to... To to artisan or excuse yeah to artisan pipe makers man it's the days of just posting your your product and moving on is is over and and Savinelli's not doing that um, they they're they're a lot about showing the process guys sanding um, taking pipes to the buffing wheel to the sanding wheel to mm. um, they'll they'll po- they do one thing where every now and then they'll do like a Savinelli photo of the week or month and they'll post a photo of a, a gentleman who's smoking a Savinelli and it's a badass photo. Maybe it's on their story. Um, but they're, but they're in the right direction. I do think they need to, all of, all of you factory companies out there who unfortunately are probably not listening to the get by podcast, but that's, that's kind of part of it. You know who I bet is, mm. or, or at least loosely or at least familiar is freaking Missouri Meerschaum, man. And while Missouri oh, Meerschaum yeah. isn't the best at, um, Social media, they're not bad, but they're not they're definitely not the best. I think Savinelli has the edge there. They're they're more present. They're very much more they're present. Brand. Yeah. They're brand you know, like everyone knows Missouri Meersham and and especially from like listening to uh, you know, Pipes Mag with their advertisement. They got Phil Morgan that does a little um, ad himself. He does a little voiceover. Um, the Squire has been partnered with them for a very, very long time. And you get they're a they're there. Obviously, they're trying to push their product. They want to continue to sell pipes to folks, and they want to continue to make money. But they're there. They're they're part of the community. And a lot of these factories are not. They are not part of the the community, man. And I think Savinelli is taking the right steps with. You know, I'm, I'm looking at a random photo, and it's tag and use hashtag Savinelli photo of the week. So no, no shot in hell they do this every week. The last time this was posted was a photo of the week was November 13th. Many weeks have gone by since then. Mm. But they tag a gentleman who's smoking a, a Savinelli pipe, and he, he he must have tagged them with hashtag Savinelli. And I think that's brilliant. I think they should do that every single week, I think, without fail. Just like, yeah. you know, the Get Pipe podcast puts a video out every single Thursday, or excuse me, an episode every single Thursday. Mm-hmm. 
Savinelli should post their pipe of the week or whatever. Or don't call it pipe of the week. Change it to pipe of the month. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I, I think that's I, the good kind of community engagement that, that we need. Yeah. And something I think is maybe it's just the social media person who's in charge maybe is like not bad, but not as in tune as like there's multiple. So I'll go to um let's see this series um i was trying to find where i was at okay so there's a series of four posts between september 12th and september uh 18th so what do we got six days there almost a week it's like four of the same thing like there's it's multiple it's like the icy wintery no, this is the making of a 606KS. I don't know if that's similar. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. There's like four posts in a row that are all very similar. And some and kind of like, wheel. Yeah, some kind of sanding wheel or polishing wheel. And it's like beautiful. Like I love the reels. I love the videos. I think they're absolutely magnificent. Even the photos. But it, it I don't know, it just... That's where maybe some of the branding social media stuff is just a little off. Not to say that we have it on lock over here at Get Pipe, but it's, I see that I'm like, oh, okay. Wow, I just saw that yesterday or two days ago. Oh, wow, I saw that two days ago as well. And then, you know, I saw that two days ago. So it's just just like they're, they're going generally in the right direction. It's just not true north, if that makes sense. Like they're yeah. going, they're going northeast. Like maybe eventually they'll get to the destination, but but they need to put that azimuth a little more, a little more north. Yeah, a little azimuth to, check, man. Yeah, a little azimuth check. So, yeah, I agree though. Missouri Mearsham's doing something right. Cop, they have freaking a day named after their product, Cop Tuesday. Like they're giving away stuff all the time. It's really great. Um, they have good advertising. I'm always yeah. How how Savinelli Sunday isn't a thing is beyond me. Oh, you know what I mean, like that's that's easy. It sounds you heard cool. it here first, folks. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But um, I I I guess I'm wondering. So kind of we'll we'll close this factory pipe one out, and we got two more. I think they'll be a little quicker. But I wonder how the <sighs> factory industry can get more fun <laughs> you know what i mean that's like, true so so we, we were talking is when when nick and i were putting this this idea together the our whole sandblasted banter uh one of the things we talked about was as we prepped okay what about factories having fun take take um uh sir Jacopo, man wonderfully famous tobacco uh to pipe maker tobacco pipe maker what are they doing on social media? You have no clue. What's 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 Shacom doing on social media? You have no idea. I mean, they're doing things. It's just not like it's it's so so removed. You're so removed from it. Like how how do we add? How do we inject some fun? You know, I think one of the most gimmicky, almost cringe, but beautifully done things is is, is um, Missouri Mearsham with their freaking <laughs> say. Uh, what was it? The the corn cob? What do you got? Fr- Frosty the snowman pipe. Yeah, it, it was. 
Oh my the gosh, definition of a gimmick. It was like a tobacco corn cob pipe, and and on top of it was a black painted top hat. Dude, so gimmicky, but it was wonderful. It was fun, man. Like producer wife I, loved it. She was like, "Cause it's fun, pipe. man. It, it's <laughs> fun. You know what I mean? It's so much fun. It, I love it. You know. Um, I don't know. I I, I think pipe makers got to do something like that. Yeah, so how does how do how do we how do factory pipes have, have fun? fun? I like, know, stuff I'm, I I was looking Well, they got to get involved. You'd sent me, yeah, I agree. You'd sent me the uh Chacombe bobblehead thing. Like that's kind of fun. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah, so that was actually so I did send that to you. So Chacombe, that was the first thing. Was it Chacombe? Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah it was their, um, is their uh and their and, like main guy. Anthony Antoine Grenard. I'd probably butcher that, but like, um, yeah. Anytime yes. you buy a new pipe through smokingpipes.com, you get a, get a bobblehead. Yeah. So Chacoma, <laughs> a very, very prominent French uh, pipe company. They may have beautiful pipes. Like, that is yeah, a factory do. who I do believe their pipes are quote special. They're special because they are a little bit unique. They're a little bit more handsome they're very handsome pipes but other than that you don't think of Chacombe too much when you think of factory pipes you, of course most folks think of um you know the, the peats and the salves but this was awesome this is one thing that they they added and it was a it's a bobblehead of like their uh, um and, and grenard it's it's you know, some french first and and one yeah. and and, and Chacombe. bonjour uh, I read the but, it, okay, <laughs> that's a talent. So, I know. But no, that bobblehead's cool, man. And I know Eric Nording did something similar, and you know that stuff's cool. And yeah, I'm I'm about it. That that was fun. But but how how can they do more fun? I don't know. I think I think the main thing is to get involved. Um, and, and a lot of the factories take they take the approach of social media and and advertising and going to pipe shows as they're a brand. I don't necessarily think they need to do that. I think they need to do it as like they are a member of the community. Like, you know, we're we're not all bowing down to these these factories. You know what I mean? I want to have a con- like Phil Morgan, man. He, I, I had a wonderful conversation with him at, at Chicago. This guy was at the time the the general manager of um, Missouri Meerschaum, and and I think his I think his, I believe his daughter has since taken over. That's what he was telling me, which was just recently yeah. uh, in in April or whatever, May. But, you know, he was there on the floor meeting people. You know what I mean? Like, so, so obviously getting to pipe shows is, is huge, but he was a part of the community. You know, he, he thanked me for being a freaking veteran. Like he became another person, not a, a, uh, a guy who owns a business. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's how you start with the fun. We're, we are so freaking fun. Like, I'm gassing myself up. We are so fun because we're in the community, man. Like, uh, we're like we are. Like, yeah. we're not a we're not a producer. You know, we're not producers of these products. We're not necessarily worried about. We just we just want to see what's fun, man. Like, we want to we want to, and and like that word is like kind of cliche. Like fun. Like what is fun? But it's like I think we all know. I think we all know what's fun. That that man that. <laughs> freaking frosty pipe that's fun man like, that was fun it's brilliant some, sometimes gimmicks are good 
and and it's like I don't know. Do we bring different shapes? Like do do we do well, the factories well, again, to 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 blast the positive blast um, of, of of Missouri Mirsham man is they do collaborations. You know, uh, there's sure. a very prominent Cobb modder. Uh, I feel so bad. I've, I've chatted with him. D D D P K or D uh, the Dotif. Jeez, I feel bad that that that's in my mind. The Dotif is a, a cob modder. Uh, he's makes wonderfully beautiful corn cob modification pipes. It, crazy stuff like a, a little cob holding a, like a claw, like kind oh, of pipe. Uh, he he's he's done. Think of a pipe shape. He's done it in corn. Um, yeah, just a wonderful, wonderful artisan who's just super, super good at working with corn. And the Missouri Mearsham acknowledged that. They acknowledged his expertise, and they made a, a Dotif uh, Missouri Mearsham collaboration pipe that was sold and distributed through Missouri Mearsham's website. They've done that with smoking pipes. They've done, or I don't know about with smoking pipes, they've done it with tobacco pipes. They've done it with Cup of Joe's. They've done so many collaborations with other retailers to make exclusive pipes, uh, I think the tobaccopipes.com one was the diamond shank. It kind of gave you like a dwarven-y looking um, pipe. And, mm. and and folks might not care about who the collaboration with. For the Dotif, people were buying the Dotif pipe because they appreciate Dotif. I'm sure far less were purchasing the tobacco pipes one because it was from, you know, collab with tobacco pipes. But it was still cool and it still brought two giants and put them together. Um, and I really appreciate that. And I, I don't know if there's a way for the Chacombs and the Savinelli's and the Petersons and the Sir Jacobos and even the Dunhills or whatever, like whoever out there uh, to, 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 to come together and, and, and come up with cool shapes. But time and time again, Missouri Mearsham comes up with cool shaped pipes that are still corn cobs. So there's true to their brand, but they're beautiful, man. They get, they get folks to buy into what they're selling and, it's fun. They're doing their their products when they when they have a product come out. It's like a service. That, I think that's the differentiating factor here. Their new pipes, their artisan-y kind of corn cob pipes with the beautiful acrylic stems and the little gold accent piece is a service piece. Whereas Peterson's is going to blast out another another line that you've seen seventeen times, but just slightly different. Mm. They're not. That's not the Rua. The Rua was great. The Peterson Rua was very in, innovative. Beautiful, beautiful rustication, uh, and it was also a spigot. That was good service. Everything else, you know, it's for the most part, it's like okay, uh, let's meet our quota. Let's send these pipes out. Let's do this this month. Next month, let's do this. Let's send these to smoking True. pipes. You know, one hundred seventy-five fresh pipes, uh, smoking pipes from Peterson. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think there's definitely a lot of room to improve there. But that's not to say that what they're doing is bad. It's just, yeah, I think there's there's some opportunities there. But that brings us to the industry, like pipe smoking industry. Maybe this is, I think, what we had in mind with this is like the big, big wigs, like kind of the, uh, whether it's the big companies or corporations that are involved in pipe smoking, um, all the big names you know, um, like what what can they you know maybe do better or they're doing well um i think one thing that we wanted to touch on is companies and and this is more so for the bigger companies again the sort of 
quote unquote corporations, maybe they're not an actual corporation, but uh, companies not going to pipe shows. Like the fact that there weren't more folks at the Vegas pipe show and like, yeah, the, the, the Vegas pipe show was kind of revamped, you know, maybe people were playing it out a little bit this year to see Mm -hmm. what, what would be going on. Likely. But like, I feel like there were a lot of big names there that, uh, were missing from the community as a whole that would have benefited from being there. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just kind of thinking, just rattling off a little, little banter here, but Chicago and uh, Vegas seem to be the big two, you know, and they're they're both about give or take six months apart at this point. Uh, with Chicago moving up to to April of this year, so it's like that that gives these companies plenty of time to be able to to plan for this stuff. So I mm-hmm. I, I think uh, I think that's one thing that there the industry may be missing out on. Um, I agree. Even some I, of the smaller I, shows too. I don't know. Well, yeah. So so yeah. In in theory, they should be going to most of the shows. Yeah. You and you and I are going to make it happen. You and I are going to make it happen, and I understand it's expensive, but we made, we lost a lot of money because we weren't selling a product, and that's definitely our approach, and I don't think these companies should necessarily follow that line of thinking, but it doesn't, it's not a big ask. A table is, what, $150, $125? You get a tablecloth, another $100, and you send a person to stand behind it. It doesn't even have to be the owner of the company. It'd be cool if it was, but it doesn't have to be, and you throw yeah. some products on the table. And for a grand, you're you're making a lasting impression. You're making lasting connections. I now want to buy from, you know, Cup of Joe's because they were at XYZ, you know, table and I and I talked yeah. to them at the Chicago Pipe Show. Or you even get people that can represent you. Maybe they're not even part of the company. Maybe it's just someone like you know within the community that you can be like, Hey, can you can you work this table for me? Like, um, Again, redeemed pipes that happened at Vegas, mm-hmm. um, and that happened was, with uh, me. I helped the Seattle Pipe Club. I yeah. never not a tobacconist, but I was selling quote selling tobacco. I mean, they weren't yeah. actually selling products there, but so it's just like, how do you you gotta you gotta be smart, right? Like you gotta you gotta be able to be represented at these places, and like at the end of the day, bigger companies, corporations. It's called tax write-off, baby. I was literally just about to say, dude, it's a tax write-off. Figure it out. Yeah, a little tax write-off, a little transportation costs, a little traveling costs, whatever it is, throw it on the company credit card, whatever you need to do. Like, maybe we're simplifying things probably a lot, but... We are, but at the end of the day, we can say that we've done it. We physically have done it. And I spent spent the dollars, my dollars, not the company's dollars, you know what I mean? That's that's what I'm getting at. So, you know, if if you expect folks to go to these shows, you should you you can you can figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, but then then so kind of with the smaller shows, um, also there maybe like it it was it's frustrating to me from the Vegas perspective that I'm like a lot of these people will only go to the Chicago one because it's the big one and they know Mm. they're going to at least meet more people. But I don't know. I appreciate the companies that go out to the smaller ones. Yeah, not necessarily because they're just nearby, but it shows they're a part of the community. I don't know. Instead of just no, trying to sell a product, 
And again, that goes to the, how can you still represent yourself and your company there? Like, do you become a sponsor? Like, do you, do you have the ability to set up a table with like talking to the, um, to the, um, not the owners, but like the people who are running the show, like, can you work out a deal with them? Like sponsor it, maybe set up a table with some merch or something like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Th- think think outside the box. I think that's maybe what we're trying to say. Not trying to patronize. Again, we don't have it all right, but like, is there something that you could be doing a little more to help something, the community? Dude, dude something. I think that that interpersonal communication is is key. Yeah. Like, even if even if we couldn't go to a show uh, like Chicago or something, like that's a big one. I still intend. A, a big one is Mule Town. So Mule Town, mm. I really want to go to. It's only like six, seven hours away from me. And I actually don't... I told uh, told some folks I think I'm going to go, but I also don't know if I can because it's on... Unfortunately, it's St. Patrick's Day weekend. And I did have plans to go to Georgia. And if it falls through... Um, it sucks, man. Oh, with Gavin, the infamous Gavin. He, he mm. now lives in uh, Savannah, Georgia, and we're, we're supposed to go to his place. And I don't think he's going to be listening this far on the podcast, but if he did... He'd be so upset to hear me say that I want to go to the Mule Town Pipe Show. I won't because I gave him <laughs> my word, and we're going to celebrate a nice little St. Patrick's Day with some boys. But if that falls through, I'll be I'll be kind of I'll be hyped hyped either way because I'm either going to see my best friend, one of my best friends down south, or I go to the Mule Town Pipe Show. But um, even if not, like, wouldn't it be cool to see like a something get piped there? Maybe at a, I purchase a table, have someone put up a mm. tablecloth. I'm not saying I will because I'm just a individual you and i are just the two guys but you know if you can't make it to a show like you know freaking tobaccopipes.com or lj pretty they should totally have like a little table or a sign or something that says lol sorry we couldn't be here love you miss you you know what i mean like like this breakup like the whole like formality of being a freaking you know this corporation-y kind of faraway thing like we get it you tobacco's cool and it's 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 proper and we get that but i don't know when you when you maintain that 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 boring facade i just i don't have a connection with you and right. I, I just don't yeah no i'm know. with you man I, i'm with you i'm with you but uh like i, I think that kind of goes into something that's been on my mind and this is speaking just from new guy new guy speak so take it with a grain of salt if you want but uh don't fight the changes embrace them like that's that's to the companies right like and there's a good chance that they aren't right like clearly these big companies and corporations have embraced change because they're still around with with how much the landscape of of tobacco and pipe smoking Mm -hmm. has changed over the years so they're doing something right. They're embracing. Yeah, we don't want to rag change. too hard. We're, we're yeah, yeah, no, again, no. we're trying to be positive. So you, you guys are off, these companies are doing the right thing, and the ones that aren't aren't here anymore. So exactly. So you know, there's there's going to be more change, and exactly there's a, there's a younger exactly. generation that's going to come up. They want new and different things. You know, uh, I can't. I, I think. Um. Um. You know when we when we talked about. Um, when we talked about it with uh, Neil, he had said like he knows someone who literally spends his time going to companies and teaching people how to 
you know oh chat with younger folks yeah chat with younger folks like not saying you need to hire someone to do that but figure it out on your own like there there are ways to figure it out like it's not hard it's not that mm-hmm. hard yeah it's not hard to understand us i, I would argue yeah you know, some some people would disagree but like embrace that embrace the change and there are companies that are doing it like clearly they're they're top-notch social media folks out there like they're doing very well they do good advertising like the pictures are beautiful you know they're they make things enticing for you and i and other consumers so um yeah i think that's something i wanted to say maybe as a as a new person just embrace the change like it's going to come there's going to be more there will be a lot more you know even within this year 2023 and and more years many more years to come so uh i don't know if you had anything else on that before we transition to the last one yeah i think i'm actually going to transition us to the last one because it goes into the same man we're the last thing we're going to talk on our our final piece of the sandblasted banter it will be the community as a whole um we we all of us we got to embrace this change we got to embrace the positive change and i think 99% 99% everyone who's listening to this podcast is you we're not talking to you guys um you know just by virtue of listening to you know two young guys talk about pipes for you know an hour two hours every week like y- y- you're in unfortunately there's a lot of folks who aren't in um and again kind of hanging on to those those old ideals those old values you know they're we're not we're not trying to say Not necessarily change, but just make room. I think that's the right, best way to put it. Right. Make room for both, man. Like there, there's absolutely a a, a side of the the story that's that's very proper and wearing your you know your tweed all the time every day, smoking your pipe, <laughs> reflecting, reading, and thinking. And then there's also the side that's like, hell yeah, I just want to go chat with some folks, smoke a pipe, and because it tastes good, and I want to make jokes the whole time and say crude things to my friend. I, I don't know. Like we're all here to enjoy pipe smoking in some capacity or another. Um, you know, sometimes it's with friends. Sometimes you're smoking alone with your cat. Like that, that's just it. Maybe you're smoking in your car only. And maybe you smoke once a year with your grandfather. And then that's, you still consider yourself a pipe smoker. Like let's get rid of the whole gatekeeping thing. And, and it is definitely dying down. And that's what I do love about, instagram specifically um but i, th- I think the the older guys that the, the the of the of the facebook and even the ytpc it's, it's it's weird some of the guys who are those quote gatekeepers who are not open to change or or moving over are, are on youtube and facebook and those guys tend to have some negative things to say but but for the most part we're the community's doing the right thing man and we just got to continue to keep an eye open and, and keep a keep a heart open you know, embrace those changes, embrace the the folks who want to stay and do their own thing and embrace the things that, you know, are to come. And there's going to be a lot of change soon. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, uh, man, I think that culminates this, this long discussion on our, or maybe, maybe banter. We'll, we'll use that banter about uh, the good, the bad, and I mean, not even bad, the good, the the opportunities to maybe improve a little bit and uh just the, just the state of the pipe of, of 2022 and and looking forward to 2023 i think there's a lot to look forward to um maybe as of right now not 
not anything in specifically, you know, obviously we've got shows coming up, um, Chicago, Vegas. Um, and you know, those are the two kind of, uh, the, you know, the, the goalposts we got, but there's, there's a lot more in between that, um, that I think there's a look to, to look forward to, whether it's tobacco releases, different, different pipes from factories, or, you know, maybe, maybe you're on the, this year you're able to get your commission from uh, your favorite pipe maker. I know some folks yeah. got some some long oh, yeah. lists out there. So, um, yeah, let's. Uh, Adam, you got anything else to to close us out on this first annual or biannual? We're not even sure at this point. Uh, sandblasted banter. No, man. Th- thanks, thanks everyone for for letting us Nick and I chat, and this is one of our very few types of content where we go back and forth and kind of get to talk to each other instead of presenting a form of entertainment to you guys. So I do hope you guys enjoyed this and, and I would love to legitimately hear your thoughts. Um, and and uh, honestly, more than just a comment in the discord, if you guys did want to shoot an email to, to show at get pipe.co um, and, and then write out some of your, your thoughts over, over a couple days, maybe a week or so we'd, we'd love to hear them. Um, yeah, we're we're trying to be positive, man. We're trying to be positive aspects of the community. We're trying to push the entire community as a whole. That's to include the tobacco, the factory, the community, the this, the that, towards a, a more positive, longevitous mm. future. That's not a word, but nope, yes, not a word at all. But uh, I did lose a scrabble today with the family. But yeah, that, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm getting at. So no, guys, thanks, thanks so 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 much for for listening, and it was a lot of fun, Nick. Thanks you, Nick, for for. That back for that was a lot of fun. Yeah, man, no problem. But now you can take me to the segments. Segments, segments. All right, we got two today. We got a little bit of this or that, and we got a little bit of why are you the way that you are? Because Adam finally posted a YouTube video, and someone just just had to post. So I know a couple weeks ago I had said, "Why don't we get enough why are you the way that you are?" And it's really because I don't post enough videos. Yeah, that's but, that's I the mean, bulk of it. That is, but we're we're here. And we got one. So we'll start out with a little bit of this or that, a holiday hit me, edition. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Just starts punching you. Just punching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a, this one's from our good friend Stacy in the Discord. All these are from the Discord. Join. Like to get, get show notes. Get a leg. Like, and uh, there's specific channels for each, this or that, over, under, and others. This one, Stacy. Work holiday parties or. No parties at all. Assuming like f- family party doesn't count. Um, yeah, yeah, family. Yeah. Pa- like this is like. Do I like work parties or not, dude? I do, I do, and and I'm pro 
holiday work parties. I think Ooh. it's tough in the military too because the military does a lot of stuff like this. It does a lot of fun, quote, fun stuff, and they've since been rebranded to be called mandatory fun. It's like you, all your soldiers will go to XYZ event. Your soldiers will show up at Friday at noon or at 1 p.m. in civilian clothes uh, at the conference room, the battalion conference room, and we're going to do a holiday party. And a lot of soldiers will, quite frankly, bitch and moan about that. They'll get really upset. They're like, well, it's such a waste of time. Why are we doing this? It might even be off post. So it requires them to drive somewhere during the day. And it's like, dude, you could be working. But instead, you're eating Christmas cookies and listening to an old guy talk about how family is important and and getting together with the soldiers is important. Like, you could be working. Like, okay, all right, dude, go put your uniform back on and start cleaning the truck. (laughs) Like, no, dude, like, just enjoy it. Sweeping the rain. Literally. So, I'm a big fan of work parties and stuff. Like, anytime where I'm getting, quote, paid to be at work and I'm doing not work things, that's a pretty cool thing. And and I think I've only experienced that from the government side. Um, so as a taxpayer, I hate that. Uh, but from like a private standpoint, if you're, if you're a company and like we are just watching the office man and they, their holiday work parties and hopefully yours isn't like that. But even if it was, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> It'd at least be funny if not fun. So yeah, I'm going with pro I'm pro pro work party. I damn man. I'm in the middle. Like, I, I don't know. I think I am. I think I'm pro work party. Like, at work. Yeah. If it's at work, pro work party. If it's like we go out or something, I'm kind of like not pro work party. Because I'd rather I'm, do other things. If it's during the work day. Yes. Pro work All party. about it. If it's, if it's after work and it's somewhere else, that's when it's like, ah, I would rather be home. This sounds yeah. worky and I'm not getting paid. Yeah, exactly. So I agree. that's where I stand. That is where I stand. All right, next one from Smoke Baca. Traveling for the holidays or staying home for the holidays? I like traveling. Mm. Uh, I like when I, I, I love uh, traveling home. I like traveling home for the holidays. Oh. I, I'm <laughs> really bummed I didn't get to go to New Hampshire, to New England. Really wanted to go to LJ Peretti. Um, mm. I meet my some of my folks from college uh yeah some of my bro- my rook brothers um yeah man i i like traveling home to family i like being i'm younger you know what i mean i'm, I'm kind of a young stud <laughs> and i like uh no, like not. going home no i know but i like alleviating some of the pressure from from my older family members um the aunts and uncles who you know don't necessarily want to come see me in South Carolina, it's 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 nice to go home, you know, on my little military leave. And, hey, everybody, it's great. New Hampshire's great. Okay, see you later. Uh, I like that. So I kind of answered both, but I guess I'd say traveling. Um, I think I'm a say stay home. I think I like I like staying home. I like hosting people. I have people come all day, every day. Um, yeah, big big stay home guy. But it's helpful that all my family is like around, like my immediate family is around where I am. So it's like, it's easy. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, another one from Smoke Baca. Opening one present on Christmas Eve or opening all your presents on Christmas Day? 
I know Christmas has passed. We're, we're past Christmas a bit, but like just still. It's still December, fair, man. It's fair fun. weather fun. It is. Um, all on Christmas Day. I hate mm. the idea of the Christmas Eve Ooh. one thing. I, I don't know. I ugh, undisciplined. Yeah, have some discipline. Save it for the day. It takes away the magic. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. So producer wife and I did all of our presents on Christmas Eve. So different. That's still the same though. That that, that yeah. That means exactly yeah, I what agree. I was just saying. But it's yeah, all or nothing. I would say I agree. Um, so if we're presented with these two options all on Christmas day, yeah, I agree. All right. Next one. We're, we're talking a little, little hot chocolate here from Frojo. We doing regular hot chocolate or boozy hot chocolate? Regular, which I don't love, mm. but I've never had, I've never had boozy hot chocolate. Dude. Hot Sounds chocolate. Like put a little bit of whiskey in there would be probably, probably pretty tasty, but no, no, no. Here's here's the thing: hot chocolate, peppermint schnapps, unreal. unreal. That sounds phenomenal. That does sound it's, yeah, it's phenomenal. Okay, I can um, get behind that. I, I'd still say regular though. I'm still gonna say regular, even though I like the boozy. I'm still gonna say regular. Well, I have some peppermint coffee from Nespresso, and it's delicious. So I might actually take. The boozy one, just to say peppermint schnapps, like even though I've never had it. <laughs> Fair. That sounds still. I love peppermint like flavored. It is good. Drinks, not f- pe- peppermints themselves, suck. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But um, I yeah. For now, I'll say non boozy. Never had it. I, I don't even like hot chocolate that much. But cool. All right, last one from our f- good friend Piedmonicus. He. He uh, asks after Nimbus just yeets the microphone. Uh, <laughs> New Year's or Fourth of July? That is a great one. Um, mm. I-, I like this because it also wraps up the the final episode of it does. Um, it does. You know of 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 the year. I'm going New Year, and I actually kind of cheated ahead. I saw what uh, one of our other f- friends in the, the Galactic Empire Pipe Club had mentioned. She said it was, was Stacy, and she had said she likes New Year's because it includes all people, all culture. Uh, one, love that. So I'm just going to kind of copy and paste that here. Uh, but also, Fourth of July is like a day that like the event happens during, and this is <laughs> the... New Year's is a midnight release, and it's one of the <laughs> only midnight releases that's fun today of because the year. it's because it's in person. Even though you're not going to get a product, you're you're awake with family, you're awake with friends, or you're going out partying, and it's just a fun thing, man. It's it's cool. It's cool to see the ball down, but once that ball drops and the rocking New Year's resolution party or whatever uh, continues, <laughs> don't care. The moment it's the next day, I am done. All of it, all of it. Before then, it's fun listening to all these people talk and all these celebrities do celebrity things and try to like True. be normal. I, I like, I appreciate that. And then once that ball drops, I'm okay. Bye. I'm done. Cool. Night. I'm. I don't make it to the ball. Honest. So honestly, maybe it's not even New Year's. It's the last three hours of December thirty first, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pre New Year's. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Big America guy. I'll cut in one more time. Big America guy, and I love the Fourth of July, but 
unfortunately, our, our United States for all our, I mean, all of our outside of the U.S. listeners know it too. Like, we got we're having our issues right now with our identity, and it's not that fun. The last few Fourth of Julys have not been fun. It has not been as mm-hmm. unifying as I want it to be. Um, I haven't bought in as much to eating, I don't know, hamburgers or whatever. It's just, <laughs> dogs, it's like, oh, yay, 4th of July, get the day off, cool. Um, I don't know here, man. I know your heart wants to say 4th of July, but you're realizing the reality of it. It's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm still going to say 4th of July, just because it's like, it is a daytime thing, and I'm not a big nighttime guy, so, like, I don't really celebrate the New Year's. Like, like even it, it, even being younger, I didn't really do it either. So, I'm going to say 4th of July because the past few years, I've had great memories, great times, fun fun times with family and friends, and, and that all the, you know, country stuff aside, but it's just like... We got bottle rockets. We're shooting them at each other out of <laughs> bottles. Like yeah. it's it's a blast. Like the food's good. The burgers, freaking the frozen Bubba burgers. Those smack, smack. So you have good. like three or four, no problem. You know the hot dogs and stuff like that. Good weather yeah, typically. Okay. So yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna say fourth. I'm gonna say fourth of July. Sorry, Stacy. I agree with your sentiment wholeheartedly. But I think for myself as an individual, I'm, I'm sticking with 4th of July. But uh, so, uh, <laughs> but I love the New Year's and we'll close it out on that. Um, you know, we'll, that closes out the final this or that of, of 2022. And uh, yeah, if you have any other this or that topics or discussions you want us to talk about, shoot them over to the Discord. Join the Discord first, link in the show notes, and then head on over to the podcast uh, page, and then there's a specific channels underneath that for this or that, or if you feel like it, send them to show at getpiped.co. And finally, today on this nice long episode, we got a why are you the way that you are? And Adam is going to present us with the wonderful comment and his subsequent response to that comment <laughs> is a so, good one. Yeah, this is good. This will be fun. Uh, so, we'll, this one will be quick, guys. Uh, I, I posted my video on Mr. Brog Pipes. It's, 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 I think, one of my longest YouTube videos. Please go check it out youtube.com slash get piped. Very, very awesome cinematic video. Had a lot, a lot of fun making it. Um, 23 minutes worth. One of the longer ones, and it's just all a lot of cinematic shots and just my opinions on the pipes. Well, Trip and Billy had something to say about that video, and his question is such. Quote, Why do you talk through your nose? Period. End quote. To which I responded, You know, I really like to switch it up. You know, this video, my nose, next video, my ears. And if I'm lucky, you'll stick around and teach me how to talk out my ass. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dude, that is the second time someone has commented on my videos telling me I talk out my nose. What the? What the? How I wish I had my swear button. Huh, what does that mean? How, hi, my name like, is Anna. How do you I even, sniff out my nose. Just, <laughs> I breathe out my nose. I don't. I know. My voice sucks. Sue me. 
Yeah. Or but just like, don't comment and leave. Just fu- I, I don't know, dude. That's why YouTube's so fun. Like, I love this stuff. At first, I really got upset. And then we had an awesome poster at the Las Vegas Pipe Show of all my worst oh, YouTube Oh, that reviews. was so good. People were like, amazing. what is going on here? But but no 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 it was very fortunate this this literally was posted two days ago um, as we're as we're recording so just before the new year and I thought it was fitting to be our final segment for the final episode <laughs> of uh, 2022 as I wrap up some 60 70 and in this episode probably another almost two or probably a little bit more t- yeah. two hours of talking through my nose to uh, to to you wonderful freaking folks uh, who continue to endure this this alleged nose talk. Um, <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys so much, and then that that's gonna wrap up this why you the way you are. I definitely don't hope to get more, but when I do, I'm gonna have some fun with them. That closes up our final episode of 2022. Brother, it was a good one. We talked about the good, the opportunities for some improvements, a little bit of holiday, this or that, and so why are you the way you are? But with all of that, where can people find you? YouTube.com slash get piped. Instagram at get underscore pipe but if you follow me make sure you follow my right hand man gpp underscore producer guide get be sure to join the galactic get pipe pipe club it's where we can do a lot of fun stuff like secret santas send in your responses your ideas your thoughts and we can have some chats we can have some video calls it's a lot of fun uh we're going to try to steamline these closeouts as we move into the new year we won't drag it too long nick send them your uh send him the the things where they gotta go Mm-hmm. Yeah. Screw Vero. Um, rating, review, and uh, rate and review the podcast. Subscribe to it. Follow it on all of your podca- at podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Whatever you're listening all, on. Whatever you're listening on. And. <laughs> and. Uh, but while you're at it, share with any and all pipe smokers of all ages. But not just the men. No, I can't do it like that. Not just the men, but the woman and the children too. Because those little kids need to hear that nasally voice. It's good for them. Hell yeah. Good good to hear so they don't talk like that in the future. But Adam, uh, what <laughs> do you have any wise words of wisdom as we as we kick off this this twenty twenty three new year? Yeah, nothing wise, nothing wor- or nothing wise, nothing wisdomy, but just words. Thank you. Thank you to the Get Pipe community. You guys are freaking awesome. Thank you so, so much for a, a wonderful 2022. We'll see you in seven days from now at 4 a.m., uh, very first week of January for, for 2023. Next year we'll be, or <laughs> next year, next week we will literally be celebrating our, quote, one-year mark. Um, but but to have you guys this entire time and, and, and more folks joining every single day is just, is just wonderful. Nick, thank you so much for being the producer guy uh, go back and listen to episode 000 the 
the pilot, and it, I, I literally say Nick will be on some of the time, and, and ever since he's been on once, he's been on every time since. Um, so that's from episode one on. So he's he's here. He's not going anywhere. I'm here. I ain't going anywhere. We're getting piped. We're getting hyped. And thank you guys all for listening to this very, very long episode to close out 2022, because you have all just been piped, and until the next piping, we are out. <laughs>